0: All right, welcome to another episode of What Does It Take? Today I have with me, Martha Shepinski. Uh She's a cheerleader at Wheeling High School and she's currently a junior, so she'll be graduating in 2022. Martha, what's going on? Not much,
1: um, yeah. I'm almost done with high school, kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> almost done, you're over halfway, you're over the hump, five semesters yeah. in. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure.
1: It went by so fast.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it is, especially with 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 what's going on in the world right now and and having to do a year at home or at least a year at home, it's kind of kind of wild. How has the COVID stuff been affecting you?
1: Uh well, um in the beginning, you know, it was only supposed to be 2 weeks and I was doing I I was doing my first year in um water polo. I started it uh, you know, last year before everything went bad Um, and it was right after our first game that we won so it was really like sad Um, but then but then you know everything happened stayed home you know it was really it was hard to get like used to things but now I'm very used to it like you know waking up in the morning you know having a routine again you know so stuff like that
0: How has it kind of affected your, your training for, for sports and athletics? And has that kind of had any effect on you or your, at least your, your mental?
1: Um, well in over the summer, my coach did like these, uh, virtual, um, like practices sort of type of thing. So we had like, um, just like conditioning, like over zoom at, you know, at home. So I did that to stay in shape. And other than that, over the summer, I did nothing. But recently, because our season is starting, oh my gosh, in, in literally a week, which is crazy. Um, I've been going to the gym every day. I got a gym membership. So I'm I'm, I'm doing pretty good right now. I'm, I'm ready for the new season that's coming up.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think everyone is. Did you have like, were there any times throughout the last eight or nine months where it's just been like overwhelmingly frustrating or or sad or or difficult in terms of like not being able to be doing what you normally do for as a cheerleader
1: yeah um so last i took like a lot of like videos of us last year um at like competitions like in February, January. So when I saw like the memories from Snapchat, you know, I have like you know memory Snapchats I saved, um, and they come back like every other year. I saw that like us like performing and like getting, getting, um, hitting zero in our in our performance, and I, that just made me like really sad. But and like the fact that we can't like do half the things we can anymore in cheer, it's it's like putting a toll on me because um, now in cheer so we do stunts we do tumbling um and we do jumps and dance so we can't do stunts anymore because that's like contact so that means half our routine can't be in because we have to do like partner stunts where we do like just individual groups and then we do have to do pyramid which is like all the groups together connecting something doing something like crazy in the air um and we can't do that which is half of our basically routine so now we're going to only have to do tumbling jumps and dance and the thing is I can't do um tumbling that's like when you like do backflips stuff like that I'm trying you know I go to lessons like every every week but you know I've been going for like a year and since since COVID started I couldn't go obviously so I like really like my skills just like dropped a lot but you know we're going back at it again we're going with a positive, um, positive mindset going back in, trying to do as much as it can. So, yeah.
0: So if we enter phase four, would you guys be able to start doing st- stunting with, with groups again, or is that just t- totally out?
1: Um, probably, um, because yeah, I guess, I don't really know like the, like the ins and outs of it, but mm-hmm. I know that now Cause our sport in the beginning, it was considered as like a high risk, but then somewhere like in February, not February, but, um, in what's it called in, um, October, November, they changed it to like low risk for some reason. I don't know why, but you know, I'm grateful for that. So we could now do, um, competitions online instead of, um, having to go to like a different school. So we have to like record our, um, routine and then like send it into the into the judges so um so if it is if we can in phase four then I would be grateful but I don't know if that will happen because we also have to wear masks and wearing Mm. masks is like a really like hard thing to do with stunting like you can't wear jewelry you can't do um you can't wear necklaces because you can like literally snag and it's like really dangerous to stunt in masks because you know someone can get caught in it and Mm. it's not
0: very pretty got it got it Okay. That's, it's interesting just because they, they made a lot of changes in like the last week or two. That's why everything's kind of hectic right now. Um, and uh, like, they're going to play, you know, the plan is to play football. The plan is to wrestle, which those two sports were not out, but they were basically out. Like most people had kind of counted our seasons out and with the changes that they've made, they've kind of been like, you can basically do everything. So it surprises me that they would still say that for cheer, you're, you can't do your full routine, but um you know i guess you'll see what happens you know coach will let you know if, yeah. if there's any changes so all right interesting cool to hear um so let's start from kind of the beginning um where where are you from and, and where'd you grow up are you born and bred wheeling or have you moved around a little bit
1: so um i was born in des plains um and but we live in mom prospect like right on the edge of mom prospect prospect heights and like wheeling um, it's kind of weird because I live on like the, like the farthest away from every single school. So I live like 15 minutes away from Wheeling. I live 15 minutes away from Glenbrook South, like literally 15 minutes away from Prospect. But I go to Wheeling because this is like the area, like literally if I lived like across like, the street, I would go to Hersey, um, so, which is crazy, but, um,
0: yeah, I know yeah. the area you're talking about. I was... I had friends over there. I was a Hershey guy growing up, so I went to Hershey. Mm-hmm. So I, I know right where you're talking about.
1: Yeah. So like, I live in that area, um, and um, a little bit about myself is uh, my parents are immigrants from Poland. They uh, they came here like in the around the 90s. You know, when there was like a really like big boom after um, after you know communism communism ended there. You know, a lot of uh, Polish people came to America. Um, so those are my parents, um, they met here, you know, whatever, mingled had my brothers. I have twin brothers who are two years older than me. They currently go to DePaul. They graduated last year, which, you know, they were really sad that their season also ended because they're also athletes. Um, they did swimming and uh, volleyball. So they were really sad and they got into varsity, uh, volleyball, which they always wanted to, but you know, their season ended. So they were really distraught. Yeah um and so those are my brothers um so more about me is like I started like being okay so I started dancing when I was like super young so I was like I don't know three or four I was in my mom put me in ballet but you know stuff got really expensive and really tight and she had to take me out but then um we went to my brothers and I went to polar school in Wheeling um and and we did that. So one day we had like this class performance in Chicago um, in the Korpaniku Center. Uh, it's, I don't know where it is specifically, but it's it's um like a Polish, it's really old, it's like a Polish center with like a stage and everything. And my class had to sing like for these like dancers on the stage. And they were like Polish folk dancers. So and I was, I was like, oh my God, I need to do this. I need to, I don't wanna sing, I wanna. I want to dance with them. So I went to my mom after I'm like, I don't want to sing, I want to dance like them. So literally the next year she signed me up for um, the the same group, the Polish folk dance at my Polish school. And I did that for five years at at that group. And then I switched over to, um, because I got old, um, I switched over to like a higher uh, dance group. Um, I think they're called VT, but I don't do that anymore. after one year, I was starting high school next year, and I had, like, a lot of commitments, so I had to, like, let go of that. Um, so, yeah, that's well, basically how it is.
0: It sounds like you kind of recognized pretty quick, like, I'm not, I don't want to be singing, I want to be moving my body, and, and, and yeah, that sounds better to me, even as a young kid.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, it was a singing and dancing group, so I still sung, sang
0: oh, okay. like, a okay. lot.
1: Yeah, and I sang um for a long time in my church. We sang um like every mass. I would like sing with the choir and we would do like harmonics and everyone would be like, oh my god, they're amazing, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um and also I did a lot in middle school. Like I did a lot in middle school. Like if I had like, I don't know, two more hours with you, I would just keep talking about what I did in middle school. <laughs> it was just a <laughs> lot, but I'll, I'll I'll sum it up. So um Uh, So in elementary school, I got, I, I went into orchestra and I played the cello. So I I kept doing that during middle school, but in sixth grade, they asked me if I could play bass for jazz band. And I said, yes. And I did jazz band. And then the next year I had, um, I made it into jazz ensemble, which is the highest, um, the highest jazz group at Holmes Middle School. Um so I did that and we went that year we went to the Midwest Clinic which is like a conference where in McCormick Center in Chicago where we performed for a lot of like professional musicians uh music teachers stuff like that which was a great opportunity once in a lifetime kind of type of thing so I was really grateful for that um and then 8th grade with jazz I I got into jazz ensemble I so it wasn't as busy as the year before because we went to the Midwest Clinic, but that year I got into uh am a Jazz One, which is basically um, like a like all of Illinois. Like they uh, you audition for it, and all of Illinois, um, like all the students from Illinois, goes to this one audition, and I got the part for Jazz, and I was the only one, so I was basically uh, the best bassist in all of Illinois that one year which is
0: crazy insane that's great yeah
1: um yeah and then and then eighth grade and also eighth grade like at the end I tried out for for cheer found out I got to varsity cheer my freshman year so I was like oh my god how am I going to balance everything so um so I decided not to do uh I decided not to do bass and cello which is one of my biggest regrets of high school not doing um bass and cello. because I'm like a very um artistic music person type of thing like I, you know I always love to dance I always love to sing so when I had to like make that choice between playing cello and bass and going into like more dancing and more physical stuff that was really hard on me
0: so why so. do you think you chose like if it's your biggest regret why do you think you felt that you needed to give something up
1: because I was start okay so high school was is like like you have this mind in high like when going into high school you have like oh my god it's high school like I have to you know get stuff together get my you know so I was like I have I I have to study a lot for high school cuz that's what my parents told me all the time. They're like you have to be, you know, on your A game, all A's, stuff like that. You have to work hard. So I was like, wow, this is this is like time to get serious with like my academics and stuff. So I was like, oh, I should probably I should probably focus on that. And also, but I also wanted to do something. Like I also wanted to, you know, be active, be physical, be active in my school like I always was. So I decided, okay, I'll do cheer because cheer is like school spirit. It's, you know, you, you, you get your name known around the school and also you get to be physical and dance. So it was like a whole package in it.
0: So it sounds like you kind of felt like you wanted to make sure you were going to be an excellent student, straight A's, probably taking some higher level classes, AP classes. um, And you, you didn't want to overwhelm yourself early on by doing everything so you kind of felt like you had to choose do, do you are, are you still in those types of classes now are you are do you work really hard for your grades now and stuff
1: yeah I do um I'm I'm right now I'm taking only one AP classes but the rest of my classes are dual credit so I'm like very oh, I'm that's... a very busy person
0: so yeah, yeah for sure those dual credit classes are are really nice I, I a lot I've heard a lot of stories about kids um after they graduated, being very thankful that they took them and did well in them because it's really, they, they've been able to get so much credit that they can kind of sp- cruise through college and not have to take out a bunch of loans and, and not have to spend as much time in, um, in a university or a college. So yeah, exactly. take for sure. That's awesome. So why, what draws you to to performing? What do you think as a young kid made you feel like, Yeah, that's what I want to do. I I want to be singing and dancing. I want to be performing. I want I want to show my skills.
1: So I think it's the the feeling when you perform because you get a lot of adrenaline and and the like all eyes are on you and it's that moment where everyone's like oh my gosh that's great what they're doing. That's amazing. I want to watch this person. And at the end, I'm going to stand up and applaud for this person for what they did in front of me. And that adrenaline of being like, everyone's watching you. You have to be great. You have to be, I've, I've practiced like literally five weeks of this routine to do this in front of these judges, in front of these people. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot of stress, it's a lot of anxiety, it's a lot of adrenaline honestly after those two minutes after you perform it is the best feeling ever because you're just like wow i'm done with this you know i'm finally done with this routine now we get to rest now we get to you know have fun so yeah
0: so um what 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 skills do you think you're going to take away after high school after your your competitive cheer is over um what do you think you're going to take away from that as far as like skills that you've developed or in same kind of question for, for the music that you were doing, you know, playing cello and um, all those types of things, even being like a good student, what skills do you feel like you're building that are going to help you out down the line?
1: Definitely. um, uh, What's it called? Definitely being managing my time because with cheer, I have to, you know, make time to do my homework, make time to spend time with my family. Um, So definitely having time and also, um, I don't know how to say this, but I have like in the tip of my tongue, I can't say it. Um, So like managing my time and also um, trusting people because in cheer, you know, you have to catch people, you have to make, you have to trust the person that you're going to catch them, you know? So definitely having trust is a big one that I learned. Yeah. And also like being physical, going to gym, you know, keeping healthy, eating healthy, like that taught me a lot from being in cheer. So yeah, which I think is
0: really important. Those are really important skills, especially the being able to trust others and then also the time management is so important. That's such a a constant throughout life of, of being able to manage your time and, and make time for all the things that you have to do um, before um, spending a bunch of time doing things that you want to do. And it's becoming harder and harder with the amount of technology that we have and the, uh, you know, fun things that are out in our world. Um, time management is is such a such a big skill, so that's that's awesome that, that that you feel like it's going to help you with that. I kind of want to ask one that I I, try, I I want it to be more of like a fun question, but like what is something in cheer or in anything really, but but kind of talking about your your activity that you really enjoy. What is some, what is your like biggest pet peeve about cheer or something that like is is frustrating or or a little bit irritating?
1: um definitely when people say that like cheer isn't a sport i bet like i bet every single cheerleader would say that that's their biggest pet peeve because like when when someone sees like our performance they only see the best part of it they don't see the hard work that you do they don't see the the hundreds of hours you put into these two minutes of of um of work because it's literally straight like doing everything in two minutes and which is like really hard not only physically but also mentally because you have to pick pick up like a whole human throw them up in the air as as high as you can having having to catch them and then also doing jumps and also flipping and 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 also like cheering because we and part of our part part of the um the cheer routine you also have to cheer and do stuff. So it's like also like yelling and being physical, which is really hard. Um, So people only see the performance, but they don't see like what it takes to perform, what it it takes to make that routine. So yeah, which is like one of like, it just makes me mad when people are like, cheer isn't a sport, you guys just like, you know, dance around, cheer for like basketball team. Like, yeah, we do that, but we also work hard to perform for people and trying to get that score higher and higher each time.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot of things like that out there. Wrestling's kind of one of those sports that gets or argues, it has these kind of perceptions of the outside and, and people get frustrated with the perceptions outside. And definitely the thing uh, about cheerleading and is it a sport, is it not a sport is something that's been going on for a long time. Cause I remember those kinds of things when I, even when I was in high school um, and then, like for wrestling, the discussion is, oh, it's the hardest thing you can do. It's so hard. And football, you know, says, oh, that's the hardest thing you can do. And then, you know, there's all these like kind of other sports where they're like, well, to practice baseball, I have to do this. To practice basketball, I have to do this. And is maybe an older person who th- thinks about these things all the time. Uh, and I think a lot of people realize this, but like you really realize that if you're going to be great at anything, it's really freaking hard. If you want to be a great cello player, if you want to be a great cheerleader, if you want to be a great wrestler, it is hard. It's never going to be easy to be really good at anything. Um, if it was easy to be good at anything, everybody would be good at everything. Um, so definitely, um, there are some some major challenges to to being a cheerleader and and things overcome. I watched um, a TV show on Netflix with my wife. Oh, I love that show. The, the, yeah. It's just called Cheer, I think. Yeah, Netflix. it's just
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and it was pretty wild what they were doing and the coaches were, uh, really precise and, and they, they didn't really explain anything specifically, but they talked about technique a lot. Like, Oh, this person's more technical than this person, but this person gives greater effort. It's, it's kind of all the things that if you're involved in, if you're involved in any skill-based activity where, um, you're competing, um, you talk about the same things, you know, Billy's a better, you know, guitar player than Johnny, but Johnny gives more effort. And, and, you know, like, who are we going to choose to be our, our person that's going to be in the, that's going to play or, or be a part of the, the group. So, uh, I definitely agree hundred percent with everything you said that, um, the amount of work that goes into something before the performance is, is so arduous and difficult and everything. And the po- the purpose of training like that is to make it look easy. Um, yeah. so, so it's like, Oh, all, all you do, you know, baseball, all you do is throw a ball. Yeah. I throw it hundred miles an hour and I throw it, you know, on a, a straight down a line, you know, it's super hard to do. I make it look easy because I've done it 10 million times. So, um, definitely, uh, interesting that you got, that's your pet peeve, like is, is an outside per- perception. Um, moving into more kind of getting into coaching or um, the mental side of things and um, what kind of uh, cheer uh, kind of mindset you have, what, what kind of coach do you think gets the most out of you?
1: Um, so like which coach of mine, like pushes me the most.
0: Uh, more like what kind of, what kind of characteristics or, or attributes of a coach do you feel like help you as opposed to some of the things that maybe a, you've had coaches do that don't get the most out of you.
1: Oh, okay. So, um, I guess my like what I like the most out of a coach is definitely them being tough on me because I feel like if they're too soft then we don't do get get, get blah 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 we don't get anything done. But when it's like but also they can't be too like tough on us because then it's like Oh my gosh, we can't get anything right. Like, how am I supposed to do this? So it's like in between of being tough and being like soft and like like it's it's like the sweet in between trying to get be like, wow, this was a great, like this was a great part of the, the routine, but what you need to work on is this part, you know, and they show us how to do it, which which is like we <laughs> so years in like so this is my third year in being varsity chair and I've learned that like our team like specifically like wheeling team um like we need more of that reassurance that this was a good part but this part needs more work on so we'll work on that part so we don't always be like wow you need to work on this routine like blah, blah 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 being like super tough on us like that doesn't help us because then we don't know what to work on so yeah I don't, I feel like that
0: didn't make any sense, but. Oh, it makes, it made a lot of sense to me because um, I think those are the dynamics for me as a coach, at least at this point is where I I hear, I talk with other coaches and hear from other coaches all the time. Like, how do we be, have a high bar and set high expectations, but also not belittle our athletes or, um, or, or give them too much leeway. You know, you yeah. want to find that sweet middle ground where I have high expectations. Um, I expect to do well. I want to improve you as an athlete. I want to improve the entire team. Um, and at the same point, not be, not be okay with excuses, but also not be a total, um, uh, for lack of a better term, a total hard ass, you know, like mm-hmm. where now I'm, you um, uh, ruining relationships with kids because I'm too hard on them. And, and I'm kind of this demanding, like monster of a coach that everyone's nervous and scared around. And now like we're getting worse or kids are quitting or all the negative things that come with that. I think that that's something that a lot of coaches around the building at Wheeling are constantly f- dealing yeah. With. Um
1: Yeah. That's what happened last year with us. So our coaches. So my freshman year, we were, we were, getting up to that level where we were respect in our community because we actually started to to um get things done get higher skills and stuff like that so going into my sophomore year in cheer like they already had such high expectations like la- like last year they expected us to to work so hard because they wanted us to go to state which we haven't like wheeling cheer hasn't gone to state since 2009 like it's Like our cheer team, it was not the best it was, it used to be, you know, Um, partly because, you know, people leaving, you know, being seniors, they leave, you know, and they take those skills with them, especially, especially um, last year, like our whole team was made out of seniors. Like we had the Chavez twins. We had, you know, who had amazing tumbling and stunting who has done cheers since they were, I don't know, five or four. So they had those amazing, beautiful skills, but the, but the way that our coaches last year, they pushed us to be like that. They pushed us in their mind, like, we have to go to state this year. We're going to state this year work harder. Cause that's not what a state team does. Like in the beginning, they pushed us that way. So before our first competition, we felt like, we felt like how are we supposed to perform in front of people? Because our, our routine isn't that good because our coaches said that our routine wasn't that good. So we were so stressed out and nervous that, four of our seniors who had those skills with stunting had those skills with tumbling left, which was, which was devastating for our team because those were the people that we needed to get into, to get, be a better team. You know what I mean? To not be a better team, but be better in the, in the way of like the score sheet. Right. So that was devastating for us as a team. um, But, and also the person who, um, there's one person last year, Isabella, she, she had to leave because her asthma came back and she was so distraught about it. She was actually the person who made me do cheer, which I was so sad. Um, so yeah, it was, it was last year was really hard, but after that, like whole fiasco, after like our first competition, we, um, we decided, okay, we need to talk. So, uh our captain um Olivia Chavez you know as you know uh she she made us talk as a team being like what do we need like what is wrong with us like what why are we why are we breaking up you know because in a team especially um like cheer teams or like teams where you need everybody like a volleyball team a basketball team you know stuff like that um like you need everyone to to trust each other, to be like, I will be there for you. But we didn't have that last year, like in the beginning. Um, so, so she made us sit down around and we said like, like our feelings and what we need as a team. A lot of people started crying. <laughs> it was, it was, but we needed it. We definitely needed it. And from that point on, we started to be, be, to be better. Like we got last year on um, 11th place in the Buffalo Grove competitions when past years we got last place so so we beat like teams like hersey we beat we beat prospect we beat teams in our district that that were like considered us to be like lower than them
0: which was yeah i actually want to go back to kind of you were saying like the coaches had this high high expectation and they were reminding you of it and maybe reminding you guys of it in a way that was maybe more detrimental than beneficial right you're yeah this is our goal and you're not doing this does you don't look like you're a, a state team a, a state uh, qualifying team I, what do you think those coaches could have done to maybe rephrase that or to work with the team in order to build you up and keep you together and improve your skills rather than maybe ripping down people's confidence or um um, frustrating to people to the point of them being like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm just not going to, I'm going to quit. What do you think the coaches could have done differently?
1: Um, definitely like reassuring us that this part was great. Like this, like this stunting was good, but this part needs more work on. Like I was saying before, like, um, reassuring us that this, like part of the routine is really good, but we need to work on this. Um, Like making sure like to protect our confidence because if we're not confident, we're not going to perform the same, um, like protecting that, but also making sure we know what we need to do to be, what we need to work on to be better.
0: Sure. So So it sounds kind of like, Hey, you need to keep reminding your, your team of what they're doing. Well, Hey, you guys are killing this. This is, this is done really well. Here's where we need to work and not nece- and you don't need necessarily a this is terrible. what are you guys doing? you, th- th- you know there's a difference between yes. insult and um, and um, um, criticism, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like if it's always like being like critical and not like reassuring the person that you're doing this good, but we need to work on this. Like, if you don't do that, it's just constantly being like, this isn't, this is, this part isn't bad. Like you need to, we need to work on this. Like you guys aren't state qualifying team. Like we need to really work on this. Like you guys need to like get your step up. Like the athlete loses their confidence in what they do. So it affects their performance. It affects, it affects their, um, their mental health. Like for sure. Like last year I had, with me and my, my friend Jennifer, we had this like big like predicament of being like, wow, I don't know if I wanna do cheer anymore because it it just became so like, so I don't even know how to say, it just became so like sad because we, we went into cheer our freshman year varsity. You know, we were fresh. We didn't know what we were doing. We, it was so fun because we didn't have that pressure on us. We didn't have that pressure of being, we need to be the best to go to state like that is our goal like no we 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 went in our freshman year being like we will do our best you know we will try our best and we'll see where that happens and that year we we went from being you know last place like we went up like a few more spaces I'm not going to give us like we went all the way to first place because we didn't but we went from being last place team you know being unrespected to being like people coming up to our cheer team being like wow you guys are amazing like the, like, uh, Buffalo Grove, their coach is, like, really, like, crazy. He was, like, he's an amazing cheer coach. He's, like, so well-respected in, um, like, the cheer community. And he went up to my coach, uh, like, my freshman year, and he was, like, wow, you guys are doing amazing. I've never seen Wheeling do this before. Wow. So I feel like, but that also grew into being the next year, which was last year being like, wow, people are already like expecting so much from us. We're going to expect even more for you guys, which I guess that's an okay mentality, but like, it's the way you approach it. So like our coaches are like, wow, people are expecting you to be this and this and this and this. And if you don't do that, we will fail, you know, which isn't good because then what happened is that we lost our confidence. We lost trust in each other.
0: So do you feel like the coach's expectations were different from the teams the 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 expectations of the girls on the team.
1: Yeah, because our coaches were like we want we want to go to state but like I guess they lost their um they lost like the they forgot that the like cheer, cheer is supposed to also be fun. It's not supposed to be super hard. It's also supposed to be like a fun activity, being physical, having friends, you know, meeting people. It's supposed to be that, you know?
0: Yeah. And
1: also being competitive and oh. physical and like being like super like that. Yeah.
0: So the other part that I was thinking about too, as you as you're explaining your answer, was it sounds like there was a maybe not a low expect, not a low expectation from an effort standpoint but maybe not a huge big expectation from the coaching staff in a performance standpoint to the point or or a result standpoint, I should say. They weren't expecting for you guys to score well at these competitions. And then when you did their coaching style kind of changed because they're feeling an outside pressure. Well, we did so Mm -hmm. well last year, we should be even better this year. And if we're not, then me, I as a coach feel like that I have failed. Um, Yeah. And it's an interesting point that i've never heard anyone bring up yet on these episodes um which is a do my goals as a coach match the goals of the kids on the team and b if we're having success or not having success is my coaching style then changing because of that in some way am i becoming more demanding which is actually being more detrimental to my team Am I being less demanding because that's being more detrimental to my team and that's being more detrimental. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I've thought about that a lot. Like I have really high expect, not high expectations, but I have high goals. I have high things that I want for my own team as a coach. And I've always thought of, I need to get the other guys on the team on board with this and get them going in that direction without really thinking about, Hey, are there some guys who look at this and go, maybe I'm not, maybe I don't really want to do that or, or not even not do that, but like, I don't know, like just go about, I have to go about it in my own way. And um, me being told over and over and over again, that what I'm doing is not good enough is probably not the way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, so this year, you know, everything happening and stuff, um it's going to be definitely different because now we don't go into competitions we have to record a routine which I think is not the best way to do it because then the judges can like rewatch the routine instead of them watching it only once so so they're going to be even like the rubric has to change like everything has to change
0: have you guys Um, talked about this with your coaches like is that definitely something that's going to happen where the judges will watch routines multiple times
1: Um, my coach asked, like, they had, like, I don't know, a meeting, like, last week, and she, she asked if what, like, how many times can the judges say, and they said, uh, they said, they don't know for sure, but we're going to try and make them watch him like, two times, which is, like, that, which is doubled the times they watch. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Which is still not, like, that's still not the best, but, so... But they're still going to, but the thing is they need to be more critical because half of our like criteria is gone. Like yeah. the stuff that makes cheer, like cheer, like the stunting is like totally out. So, um, so they're going to have to be even more critical because now the, the schools that depended on their stunting skills like in getting into that higher place at competitions is now like totally gone. So people now have to work on their jumps and their tumbling and their dancing, which I know some people are really bad dancers, <laughs> um, really bad jumpers, which is me, and really bad tumblers like me. So uh it's going to be different, but we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm grateful that we have a, a like a, a season this year, but like, oh dang, I'm really gonna miss stunting because that's like my thing. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm like five nine, five, ten. So I'm a really tall person. Oh wow. So yeah. So um I'm the one who's like throwing people up in the air. So and catching them. So you know it's gonna be very different for me not to be doing that. Um wearing the uniform and not stunting and getting hit in the face millions of times. But you know, we'll we'll yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely things are definitely going to be way different and no I don't think any coach for any team knows what the heck is going on for their Mm,
1: especially since they said like we're going back back in person we're going to have competitions like two weeks ago
0: like they said you can
1: start practicing last week but my coach is in Texas so she can't so it was like super last minute and people were not prepared at all
0: so what's going on with like so you have to record the routine right Mm -hmm. and they're going to watch it multiple times so can you just kind of like do like 100 takes if you want of the routine so there's not like you we're going to watch you do it and record it yeah okay so so yeah and you can also send
1: in the same video recording each competition
0: that sounds stupid
1: i know it (laughs) is which i think is like Cause like season you season. can literally have like one practice and record the whole routine, like make it like the best. And you cannot not like go to cheer anymore. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't give you like incentive to like, Oh, I need to be better. You know? Cause we know that we have that one recording. That's good. Like, why do we need to go in and like work on stuff more? You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: It would be weird Hopefully to have that, that, to have that. Right. And then you go through, like you do that. And that's like, like you said, like the first day or something. Yeah. And, and you go through and you go through a whole season. And you watch it over and over and over again, and you, you keep trying to do better. And you, you know what I mean. I'm talking like from the side mm-hmm. of standpoint of like a coach. It's like, man, I'm really screwing this up because these girls did it better on the first day than they did on the last day, and every day yeah. in between. So, you would expect that most teams are going to want to re-record. Um, yeah, but it, hopefully it's,
1: it's they make like a, pol- a policy or something that you can you have to record like. You can record as much as you can because i want that i want to record as much as again so we get the best one but you have to do that each competition yeah you know so you have to always like keep working on like your
0: your skills but the the, the downfall of like yeah it's great for us because we get to re-record as many times as we want so we can hit it perfect but everybody else is doing the same thing
1: mm-hmm. so
0: like your your best has to be better you have to believe that your best has to be better than everybody else's best too so it definitely it kind of changes the whole the whole dynamic of the performance because usually it's like all right we got one shot at this and if we don't do well that was our shot it's kind of interesting
1: yeah that yeah that's the biggest part with um with actually performing because you only have one shot to do the whole routine perfectly. And usually there's always like stumbles. There's always like falls and stuff, but when you hit, so in cheer world, when you um, hit zero, that's when um, you hit everything perfectly. Like you do the stunts perfectly, blah, 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 you know, you got it. So when you hit zero, that's like, okay, there's no deductions. So they're going to basically judge us on our skills, which, um, Which is, you know, when you get that, when you get the score sheet back and you see like, oh, this person needs, needs better, you know, like better form and stuff like that. It kind of, it kind of makes like, I, especially myself feel like, like that's, it's good, but it's also like, I don't know how to say this. It's also like, kind of like demanding of the person still, because Cause now since they're going to rewatch it, they're going to watch every single person at every single point. So they're going to critique every single thing. Mm -hmm. So like in before, like you can hide people, like if they're not like in the jumps, like the jump routine, like we have formations, you can hide people in the back that don't have like enough, you know, power in their legs to jump up as high, but you can put people in the front to have those like really good jumps and see, it's all about like where you place the people. Um, so with them recording it back, we can see like, oh, this is where, this is where they need to work on. This is where they need to have higher jumps. And I don't know if they can like slow down the video either.
0: It seems like like, there has to be some parameters because it wouldn't really be fair to be like, I'm, I noticed something with wheeling. I'm going to slow it down to see if there's a mistake there. And then I'm watching Buffalo Grove and I don't, maybe don't notice as much and i so i'm not you know what i mean like it just seems yeah. like you have to try to keep it fair for everyone you can't yeah. change it i'm I, it actually surprises me that they're um doing it that way because it just seems fundamentally to change everything about competing um, yeah that's but i don't well. really
1: know but i don't really know if that's actually how they're going to do it i just know that i asked my coach can they like re-watch it uh-huh. I don't know. They, and she said they can watch it like at least two times, but I, I, I didn't ask if they can like slow down the video. I didn't ask if, uh, they can like, I don't know, like zoom yeah. in or anything like that.
0: And those are things that you're there's probably a hundred thousand coaches asking right now or yeah. sent, have sent emails about, you know, and a lot, it's kind of crazy because that's the biggest change I've ever heard to any sport. Um, is is the recording and sending in a Mm -hmm. video um but there's been so many changes to everything that everyone's like well can we do this can we do that can we still do this can we not you know or they say you can't do this part anymore it's like well then how do we you know it just there's such a um, domino effect kind of any decision you make and how it messes with everything else Mm -hmm. um it's a really kind of it'll be fascinating hopefully if we get some competitions going for a lot of different sports how how it changes things and how things play out it'll be definitely interesting
1: so and the the time for which our routine has to be in it's like two minutes and like 15 seconds or something like that we have to do like usually we have to do you know stunts pyramid jumps blah 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 you know all this stuff but now since we don't have the stunts and the pyramid we're gonna have to fill in that space with more dance more jumps more tumbling yeah so it's gonna be stuff that like me personally i'm not the best at which you know but we're trying we're trying to yes. to, to be better at it
0: but of course
1: you know, we'll see
0: so we'll see how it goes. we're we're running out of time here so i wanted to move into some more different questions i kind of call these my big picture questions and um so the first one is just what What do you think is different about being a Wheeling High School student compared to maybe kids that go to other schools?
1: Oh my gosh, I love this question. Um, I feel like since we go to Wheeling, people, people are always like, oh, it's Wheeling, you know, we'll beat them like so easily. You know, we, Wheeling is like like, I feel like being at Wheeling, we are less cocky, we are less arrogant. Like, if I went to Hersey, or if I went to Stevenson, especially, like, I feel like people, there are just like, wow, like, blah, blah, blah. They expect so much about like, who you are as a person, but at Wheeling, they, like, give you, like, a fresh start. They're, like, oh, hi, like, how are you, you know? They're not, like, arrogant, stuff like that.
0: Are you talking about the the students?
1: Yeah, the students. Other students, okay. Yeah, and, like, how people see each other, because, you know, Stevenson has a really great, like, athletic programs, you know, they have, like, amazing cheer team, and I feel like if I went to Stevenson, like, people would be, like, oh, you need, like, you, like, you need to step it up as, like as like an athlete, I have to work harder, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at Wheeling, there's more leeway. You know, I can, I can be an athlete, but I can also, I can also, you know, take AP classes. I can also do this. They have like more opportunity for me to be myself instead of the, the picture that other like students, at other schools want you to be.
0: So do you, you think know? Wheeling is kind of like maybe less clicky? Is that kind of what you mean or...
1: I wouldn't say clicky. I would say like, like in other schools, people expect students to be not students, but people like um like other students expect other people to be like how they are. They need to be this. They have to fit in this perfect image, this like perfect thing. But at Wheeling, you can like go to um go to class in sweatpants, and no one would care. Like I heard my friends from Hershey would say, I could not wear sweatpants. Or, or have my hair in a bun ever if I went there, if I went to, if, if, you know, if I, if I went to school in a sweatpants and a bun, like I can't do that at, at Hersey, but at Wheeling, like no one cares.
0: So there's some sort of like social hierarchy, yeah. not hierarchy, but social, like kind of Yeah,
1: like they need you to be this way or you're yeah. not like at you, all. Like we're not no talking
0: sweatpants. You. you don't do this. We yeah. don't do this at Hersey. We don't do that. But at Wheeling, it's kind of like come as you are, like yeah, which I think is just
1: amazing because you know that's just too much to expect from a person, especially from being like being really busy. You can't expect a person to be perfect all the time, you know. Wheeling Wheeling gives the opportunity, like socially, to be yourself, which I think is just really good. I I love being a Wheeling student. It's just I just feel like it's the school I have to be at.
0: That's awesome to hear. It's awesome to hear as a obviously as a teacher at wheeling and a coach at wheeling so i'm glad that we have that environment and and just about every kid i talk to kind of says not the same thing but something about like oh i like you know it's it's hard not harder being at wheeling but it's like i like being at wheeling because i feel that it's more accepting that we have it's more more accepting body which is um a really cool answer and i'm glad a lot of you a lot of students feel that way it's 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 awesome to hear over and over again. Uh, what, uh, what is your vision for yourself after high school? We haven't gotten into that much.
1: Um, so right now I'm, do I'm in the healthcare program. So, um, I plan to, well right now I'm planning to go to, um, like medicine to be a physical therapist. Still being in that like more athletic part of, of, um, of you know my career so I I want to go into that so hopefully I get into I don't know college and that's going to take like I don't know six years of school to be a become a physical therapist and then you also have to do two years of residency so it's going to take a long long time
0: are you planning to be a get like a a PhD or a doctorate in it? yeah yeah. my my cousin did that my cousin just got like within the last year yeah
1: yeah Yeah, and they took like a really long time right
0: yeah, so she already had a uh, bachelor's degree, so she mm-hmm. had already graduated college, like, and then kind of wasn't finding anything that she wanted to do, and, and so she went back and got her doctorate. Yeah. I don't know if it's a doctor called a doctorate or PhD, but anyway, yeah, she got it, so that's very cool. That's a yeah. really great plan, great idea, um, helping people. I always like when kids want jobs that are somehow helping, helping others. Um, so what what is success to you? What would be success for you, to you? How do you view success?
1: Oh, uh, wow. That's, that's the question. <laughs> um, So for me, success is like where I am in the future. So what my goal is in the future is to have a steady job, find a husband, have kids, you know, Um, that's like the peak of success that's like what I've always wanted since I was like really young like to to live live in a, ha- a beautiful house with with like kids and like a husband you know ha- being happy that's like the peak of success but like right now for me success is my goal my short term goal right now is is to get like A's in my class so I can become that in the future so yeah
0: it's a that's a pretty cool, you know, nice vision. You know, I, I was, I think I, I, I had very similar thing. Like, want a a job that I enjoy. Not mm-hmm. super interested in making a ton of money. I want to have something that I like to do. I want to have, you know, a family. Um, I want to be able to to pay my bills, to pay for my house, um, and have hopefully have a little bit of time to do the things that I enjoy. Um, I think that's a fairly healthy vision for yourself, you know, and, and some people don't want that. Some people don't want a family or they, you know, have other thoughts. My wife didn't have that vision. She thought she was going to be an mm-hmm. actress in New York and be on Broadway and stuff. And she, she's an, she's an act, she's got a degree in theater and stuff. So, which is also fine. It's a, it's a healthy yeah. thing um, as well. It, um, but there are some unhealthy answers out there. Um, so it's good to hear that you, you have a, I I would, I would consider a really nice vision for yourself and, and I hope that, that, that happens. Um, we're, I only have about two or three minutes left, so I've got two more questions for you. And the first one is what advice would you give yourself when you first started out as a cheerleader, knowing what you know now?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, definitely don't be so hard on yourself. Like work hard but don't expect don't expect more than you don't expect more than you can do you know so like don't don't be so hard on yourself and be like be as best as you can but also take time for yourself to make yourself a better person instead of a better athlete for sure wow that's which I, cool. I i i and especially with this whole break with COVID, I definitely had time to work on myself mentally and like making sure that like I'm at a good space to be a better person instead of, you know, constantly thinking of like, Oh my gosh, I need to be better. I need to, I need to get my tumbling together. I need to get my jumps together. I need to get my stuns together. I need to be stronger. I need to, I need to blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. So with this time break, I make sure that I'm, Good. I'm, I'm a good like headspace to to start the new um, season, which I think was amazing for me right now.
0: <laughs> well, that's great. Good. I'm glad. Um, the last question I have for you: the name of the podcast is "What Does It Take." So, Martha, what does it take to be a Wheeling High School cheerleader?
1: uh definitely takes time. It takes um, persistence. It takes um, it takes a lot of mental capacity. It takes a lot of physically like. An, physically it takes um you know you have to give up a lot of a lot of um what's it called you have to gosh you have to give up a lot of like social opportunities like if you want to go to a party you can't because you have cheer practice or if you want to if you want to go have fun with friends you can't because you have cheer practice or you're committed to stuff like that um it takes it takes a lot but at the end you create bonds with people you will never have in the future. Um which I think is great, you know? So it's it takes it what it takes to be a cheerleader is literally being yourself and making sure you're committed to the sport. Because if one person isn't committed, then like the whole team goes
0: berserk. <laughs> I think you wrap that up beautifully. Martha, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. Uh at the beginning you said something about we could talk for two or three hours. And I don't know about that. I think we could definitely talk for two or three hours, uh, because there's a ton we didn't get to. Um, and I'd love to maybe have you on, uh, again, sometime down the line, maybe later on this year or next year, because it's a really fun conversation. I think there's a lot more we could dig into. Um, so I hope you have a great rest of your day and hopefully I'll see you around at the end of this year or, or maybe not till next year.
1: Yeah, you too. All
0: right. Take care, Martha. Okay. Bye. Bye.